You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Savvy Social Podcast. So excited to have you here today because I'm talking with Taylor Morrison all about managing multiple Instagram accounts. So if you're anything like me, you have tons of ideas all the time. You're probably running a business or you have a side project or two that you manage. And if you're anything like me, you want to do hashtag all the things. I'm excited to talk today to today's guest because she's doing it all. She essentially has three separate brands that she runs on Instagram, and being that I run four Instagram accounts myself, not even including my clients' accounts, I was really interested to talk today with Taylor Morrison about how she does it all. Now, Taylor Morrison is a quasi-creative communicator and change agent who is all too familiar with the stress that comes with trying to do it all. She leads employee engagement at a telematics startup by day and a brand strategy firm by night. She advocates for water and sanitation health in her spare time and writes every moment in between. In this episode, Taylor and I talk about how to juggle multiple Instagram accounts. We talk about the importance of creating the content that you love, the power of adding value on Instagram versus selling all the time, and why you should work on connecting with people and how that will change your business. So listen in to today's episode to get all of that goodness. Now, before you listen, just a little update, a little house notes here. Um, I have a free roadmap for you guys. Uh, if you have a podcast, this is for you. So head on over to socialmediaforpodcasts.com slash free. That's socialmediaforpodcasts.com slash free to download your free roadmap. It's basically your guide to promoting your podcast on social media. So grab it. It's free. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Taylor. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm actually really excited to talk to you because you have an interesting um, kind of strategy to your social media in that you have three different brands, basically, on social media. So can you tell us a little bit about how that decision process came about to kind of separating your online personas, so to speak? Um, what, what, what was the decision process like to get to that point? Yeah, I feel like that's so generous in calling it a process. It kind of just happened. Um, so when I first started out on Instagram, I remember I actually had a BlackBerry before I had an iPhone. And so it I couldn't have Instagram. And that was like the first app that I downloaded once I got an iPhone. And so I knew I wanted that for my personal brand. I've always loved taking pictures and writing. Um, so it was a really good medium for me. And then when I started my first brand, which is Jubilant, it's a brand experience firm. Um, I originally had my accounts more tied together. So my Instagram account used to be Taylor is Jubilant. And it was kind of just like showing my perspective of the Jubilant brand. And then I had We Are Jubilant, which was the company's actual Instagram. And I just realized there was so much else that I wanted to do that was outside of my company, although sometimes it's related to it, that I really wanted something that was separate from me. Um, and then when I started my most recent company, 
I already had walked that path of trying to tie them exactly together that it made sense to make it separate too. So I do a lot of toggling in between accounts, but it allows me to kind of compartmentalize. You're definitely still going to get pieces of my business if you follow my personal account, but um, it, it puts me in a better mind space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned toggling between the accounts, um, which I think would be the hardest part of having multiple accounts. I know that from personal experience, just with my clients, um, that it can be a lot to juggle and a lot to manage. Um, and you kind of have to be careful with your time there. So how do you divvy up your time to make sure that you're still being present on all of these accounts, but you know, not completely like having social media take over your whole life? Yeah. I think I put the most time and effort into my personal brand's account because I find that even when I'm doing things for my other businesses, a lot of times people are making those connections with me first and then they're interested when I'm doing elsewhere. So that seems like the best investment of my time to focus on my personal branding account. And then my other accounts, I try to post two to three times a week. Sometimes that happens, sometimes that doesn't. Um, but yeah. And then once I almost have a ritual, like after I've posted, then I check in, make sure that I'm commenting, making sure that I'm engaging with whoever is engaging with my posts that day. Um, yes. So in general, I have a goal of not having social media take over my life. So I try to be as strategic as possible about how and when I'm doing things so that I can engage but not feel as tied to my phone all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important. Um, and I like that you mentioned that you post two or three times a, a week. Sometimes you get to it, sometimes you don't. And it's still okay. Like the world's not going to end if you don't post on social media that week. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned that your personal brand is kind of the central point Um, leading to your other brands. So can you tell us about your personal brand? How do you integrate kind of the other brands? Um, I know, for instance, in your Instagram bio, you mentioned that you have, you know, these other projects that you work on. So um, how does that work? And what are some ways that you make sure that you're speaking to kind of the different aspects of what you do? Yeah, that's something I'm always exploring. So my personal brand is really just my name. My Instagram name is Tate. Taylor Elise Morrison, which is my name in real life. Um, And I guess a big reason why that is just because my name is kind of androgynous. And also I'm with my now husband. I've been with my now husband for almost seven, seven and a half years, I think now. So I knew that I was going to change my name. So I did a lot with my first name and my middle name because I knew I was going to marry him. Um, so that's kind of how the naming came across. And really it's a spot where I do a lot of writing. So my website is my first name and my middle name. So I'll talk about that, um, in some of the, the streams or the issues that I'll write about. And then my lifestyle brand is really focused on self-care, which is something that's important to me anyway. So if you look on my Instagram, I have a whole thing of just baths that I've taken. I try to take a bath every Sunday night, and that's part of how my lifestyle brand came to be. And a lot of times I'll be testing products, maybe testing a candle that I made or other things um, related to my lifestyle brand. Same with like 
journaling or different practices. I'm doing a lot right now with that brand around creating a meaningful morning, which is something near and dear to my heart. So it's not something that I have to try to do. Um, And then for my other brand, I don't talk about it explicitly as much because it's a lot of client work. Um, I might just mention that I'm working on something for a client at this time, or sometimes my husband does work with me on that from the design perspective. So I might show on our stories, like us working in our office together, um, a little bit more behind the scenes of that brand. But if I'm on a panel or I'm speaking, um, I'm always mentioning both of those in the room and then also on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that it's something that you do all the time. So it comes naturally to you. You don't really have to think about, oh, you know, I have to take a bath this week so that I can post about it. It happens the other way around. You take a bath every week. So you post about it. Um, And so I think that's really important for a lot of the listeners to understand is like, if it's part of your natural life, you want it to feel organic. You don't want it to feel forced that, you know, um, I heard a joke the other day, you know, these Instagram models are like driving around for hours looking for fields of lilac so they can take the perfect picture. And that sounds exhausting. Um, we don't have time for that. So make it organic and fit with your natural life. Um, so tell me a little bit about, um, I want to talk specifically about the individual brands and what you do there on social media. So let's start with the lifestyle brand. Tell us about that. And then, um, kind of your process to creating content. I know you mentioned a little bit about it, but, um, how do you plan out that content? How do you create that content? What are some of the things and strategies that you use to make sure that that content is getting out there? Yeah, I think, I, I say this a lot. Everything I do, I view it as in process. So my lifestyle brand is called Emancipation, and it's really centered around self-care. So giving women especially the tools to create really meaningful self-care practices. And I'll ha- I have quarterly rituals, which are basically like these capsule collections of self-care goods related to that season. We're also experimenting with doing events, um, kind of still on that quarterly or seasonal schedule. And yeah, I guess content wise, I've chosen to focus on Instagram because that's where I'm the most comfortable. Um, and I've spent a lot of my time there anyway. I also find that a lot of the lifestyle brands I like to follow are pretty active on Instagram. In terms of content, that's something that I'm definitely experimenting with. So if I'm doing something related to emancipation, I make sure that I get some pictures Um, myself. Sometimes it's looking through certain hashtags that I like and seeing if anyone is posting something that I can regram and give them the credit for. And then I have a bunch of different stock photo sites that I'll look through and see if anything's aligned to their brand. So those are kind of the three different ways that I choose content. And then I'm always thinking about what's coming next. So um, for this event, I'm making sure that my captions are related the the event is about meaningful morning rituals so the captions and the content a lot of it is centering around mornings right now um for when we launched our first capsule or our first ritual um it was a lot kind of showing the behind the scenes and getting people excited and leading up to it so it it shifts I try to do a balance of providing valuable content that are just little self-care tips and tricks with actually selling. And then obviously when there's something to 
lead to actually sell the selling scale tips a little bit more towards selling than um, providing value. But I'm always trying to find that balance. And I'm listening mm-hmm. to Gary Vee's book right now and he talks a lot about providing value. So it was kind of a, a check for myself. Like, oh, am I providing enough value or am I just selling stuff to people right now? Because I want to be doing the value piece. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's so important. I think it's hard for us because as business owners, we know what our goals are and trying to get to that bottom line. And so we sometimes get lost in the weeds of selling, but you're right. Um, providing value is a really important piece to getting to that selling part. Um, so tell me a little bit about your second brand. Um, Cause I know emancipation is kind of like your focus right now, but let's just shift a little bit talking about the second brand and how you manage that social media process as well. Yes. So my second brand is actually the first company that I started about three years ago. So it's called Jubilant and it's a brand experience firm. I, really root everything in purpose. So I work with my clients to get them aligned with their mission, vision, values. And then from there, we translate that value set, that mission, vision into visual brand platforms. So my husband's a designer. He'll create the visual brand identities of the companies or the personal brands with those mission, vision, values in mind. We'll work on their brand voice, um, sometimes content strategy from a broader sense. And then from there, we really help with brand aligned processes. So I have a background in operations and um, organizational development. So really looking at how everything works together in light of your mission, vision, values. How can you bring those into processes so things are efficient, yes, but they're also enjoyable for you as you're executing all of these processes. And most importantly, they're enjoyable for your customer and they don't get left just feeling like a number. So um, yeah, the the clientele that I have changes a lot. And um, I feel like I personally have been refining what a social media strategy looks like for Jubilant. In the past, I did get a lot of engagement on Instagram, especially when I first started. Now I'm finding that a lot of my clients are coming from referrals or coming from other outlets. So I'm testing what is what does it look like to provide value and provide content in a social media way, especially given that I don't think it's going to be a big sales funnel, but it is nice to be out there. Yeah, I love the contrast of the two brands, Emancipation and Jubilant, in that um, there's two distinct strategies there. And with the Jubilant brand, um, you know, you're very aware of where your clients are coming from. So it's more of like a showcase um, Mm -hmm. strategy on Instagram rather than um, the Emancipation brand, which may actually have more of a sales funnel to it being that it's more lifestyle and you follow a lot of these other lifestyle companies. Um, So let's talk a little bit about connections and growing. I know we talked about content and I really want to focus in on the emancipation brand because like we kind of figured out that's really where a lot of the um, organic traffic can come from is from that Instagram account, being that that's just how people naturally use it. Um, So tell me about connections on that account and how you grow it. How do you get sales from it? Um, Pull back the curtain a little bit. Give us some tips for what you've done so far to grow that brand. Yeah, a few things. So I think one has been using my personal brand, especially in the beginning, 
making sure that I'm mentioning it and also mentioning it probably more than I'm comfortable with. I have a tendency to be like, well, I talked about it on an Instagram story once. So now everyone I follow knows about it, which is not the case. There's still, I co-hosted a retreat with a friend um, about a month ago. And every time I posted about the retreat, people were like, oh, you're hosting a retreat? Because my people's social media life does not revolve around me. So making sure that I'm posting often about whatever is going on, um, especially because I know there are things that my followers would be interested in. Um, And then partnering or collaborating with people, with influencers who are aligned to the brand. So especially in the beginning, I had shirts that I gave to a few different people. Um, I did podcasts for a little bit and had some interviews that I I did, which I'm still figuring out if I should pick that up or not. Because it's actually, I mean, I hope that you enjoy the process. There's a lot of work in it, but it's really fun to Mm -hmm. see that come to fruition and be like, wow, I made this. I facilitated this conversation and put this content out there. So that was helpful in the beginning um, to do different interviews with people. Since it's called Emancipation, we talked about an area of life that they'd found freedom in. And it was a nice in-depth look at someone that you might've only known from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hashtags have been important. I find that anytime I post, I'm getting a lot of followers afterwards. Um, just because people are like, Oh, this is cool because they might be following a hashtag on Instagram that's something that's been helpful for all of my accounts is making sure that I'm actually following the hashtags. Um, we all know that algorithm changes so quickly, but I do find that I've been getting more followers and also being able to connect with people who could long-term be aligned with the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And some of the people that I interviewed or that I sent a t-shirt to or whatever, I just met them on Instagram and just DM'd them and they were awesome and were excited about what I was doing. So yeah, not being afraid to really use it as a social network. Um, And I found that in my personal brand too. Some of the opportunities that I've gotten have just been because someone posted about something and then I DM'd them. And then next thing I know, I'm like speaking on a panel with them and then another panel. And now they're just one of my friends. And that happened with Emancipation too. One of the women that I interviewed, I just followed her for a while. So I reached out to her. And then when she came to Chicago, we hung out. If I go to where she lives, we'll probably hang out. So I like when social media is actually social and you're building connections instead of just trying to put perfection into tiny squares. Yeah, that's so true. It kind of opens the doors for a lot of opportunities that we would have never had, you know, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just meet someone in another city and have a relationship with them unless it was like, you know, snail mail or something like that. Yeah. Um, and social media kind of gives us an opportunity to build those connections. So I really like that you said that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about impact and the impact that social media has had on your business. Um, What are some of the things that you have accomplished because of social media with your business? Maybe um, a powerful 
um, you talked about powerful connections or maybe um, some way you've influenced someone else's life, especially with the eman- emancipation brand. It's all about freedom and kind of giving people those opportunities. So do you have any examples of um, experiences that you've had where you can, you know, you've made a difference because of social media? Yeah. I think one is definitely connections, just building genuine relationships with people where we're supporting each other from afar has been super valuable. Um, Sometimes even just seeing things that I will try on social media, like one of my friends, I've been talking a lot, as I mentioned about morning rituals, and she posted a little snippet about her morning ritual or with Instagram TV coming out recently, I tried something with just like sharing some bedtime gratitudes and more as a practice for myself to actually remind myself to be grateful, but then having someone be like, oh, I should try that too. So little things where I'm trying a practice, I'm experimenting with something and letting people into that, which isn't always comfortable for me, but seeing that they're benefiting from it. Um, I've also found that a lot for my writing. So when I write, I normally, depending on the piece, I will probably mention an Instagram story. If it's something I'm really super jazzed about, I'll do an Instagram post about it. Then I'll put it on my Facebook, my personal brand Facebook page, as well as my, sometimes my main Facebook page, my personal one. And there are pieces that have like, not gone viral in the sense that they're like on the Huffington Post, but um, gone viral in the sense that people will message me afterwards and say like, this facilitated a conversation with a loved one that I really need to have. I sent this to my cousin to read. Um, Like, yeah, just really good conversation. Meeting someone, not meeting, but hanging out with someone from high school who's like, yeah, whenever you write something, like we end up having a conversation about it. that's really impactful and really humbling to me because a lot of times those types of pieces that tend to be really popular are talking about conversations that are hard to have. And I like to know that I'm facilitating it even from afar. And that wouldn't be possible without social media. Um, Cause I guess I would just have to like hand paper copies out to everyone otherwise. So yeah, that's probably one of the biggest gifts that social media has given to me. I love that. Starting conversations and encouraging other people to make a difference and make a change in their lives. So powerful. Um, so before we wrap up, I want to give uh, our audience an opportunity to learn more about emancipation and your upcoming event and then anything else you want to share with us. Yeah. Um, so emancipation, it's my baby that's slowly growing. I'm so used to doing everything for Jubilant that that seems kind of old hat, but this is a product-based business and it's different. Um, so yeah, if you go to shopemancipation.com, you can check out our core collection probably around the time this comes out. Um, our fall connection uh, collection will be coming out. So feel free to get on our email list and follow us on social. It's all shop emancipation um, to see what's going on and to get some tips and value around self-care. And then if you're just curious what I'm up to in general, if you just follow me on Instagram at Taylor Elise, E-L-Y-S-E Morrison, um, that's where you, a good hub to figure out what else is going on. And then um, you can pick and choose what you're interested in. (laughs) 
I like that. So the links to everything we talked about will be in the show notes, both for shopemancipation.com and Taylor Elise's brand or taylorelease.com will be there as well. Um, Thanks so much for joining me, Taylor. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode with Taylor Morrison. It was great chatting with her. If you want to chat more about social media and about Instagram and about doing all the things, head on over to our free Facebook group. You can find it on Facebook by searching for Savvy Social Crew, or you can visit SavvySocialCrew.com to check us out. Now, if you're a fan of the show, please subscribe. That way you get all the episodes for free every single week and leave us a review that really helps support the show. I do this for free. I do this for you guys. So if you love it, definitely hit five stars and that really helps me out. All right. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Bye for now.